informative, thought-provoking, factually correct. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to This Podcast is None of Those Things, starring Brian and Elliot. Coming to you from the Dirty Dina studio in Pasadena, Texas, here we go. Welcome everybody to This Podcast is None of Those Things, Brian and Elliot here in the studio. Elliot, what's up, buddy? Hey, not much, man. How about yourself? I'm doing all right. All right. We're doing better than we were uh, last Sunday in our recovery from the uh, none of those games disc golf outing. It was stinking hot. It was. It's so hot to say it won't stay in hell. <laughs> so for the results, let's see here. I was plus 16, so I wasn't exactly tearing it up myself. Mm-hmm. Ricky, Allen, and Jay were also with us, and Ricky was uh, in second place mm-hmm. at plus 31. You were in third at plus 43. Well, Ricky was loving Lucy that day. Oh, jeez. <laughs> he had her stomping on the grapes. <laughs> A reference to an 80-year-old TV show. Brian's favorite, actually. He watched gonna... every night. Hey, you know what? I did love me some I Love Lucy, although it was not a nighttime watch. It was a very early in the morning. Because his grandmother and him sat there and watched it together. I mean... My grandma and I did that, too. Watch your tone there, buddy. Like, between that, Dallas, Knott's Landing, <laughs> that type of thing. So, yeah, no, that's that was wild level hot. And you and Jay were done with it. Yeah, but... You know, age got to me with the heat, and I just like after the first, the first like nine holes, I was doing pretty decent. I was keeping up with everybody, but after that second half, that like said, so there's nine more to go. I just was, you know, we got to eighteen, and you were like, there's more. Yeah, I was like, well, like, this is not what I signed up for. So yeah, we played at Agnes Moffat uh, Park, which is a twenty-one hole course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could have called her Muffet, really, so she could sit on her tub and eat her curds away. <laughs> Those are gangsters around the corner. We could have handled that. Jeez. So, you know, it, I found it weird that you were kind of falling out because I'm like, man, I know Elliot's in better shape than I am, and I'm not, like, I'm sweating my ass off, but I'm not, like, falling out like that. And then I realized... You've been doing all your workouts with your tie bow and doing what, like ninety minutes at a time, right. with a weighted vest and arm and leg weights. Uh-huh. But you're doing them in the AC. But not only that, I it's been about it had been about uh about a year and a half since I had done disc golf. I had because there was a disc golf course close to where I was staying in Beaumont, and of course I went down there and did that. So that was a good stress release. Left Beaumont. Left the disc golf, and it just really was not something that I, you know, I'm back around kids and people needed my time, so I just couldn't. <laughs> well, no, my point was it was an acclimation issue. It like, was. I've been walking Patty outside in the heat this whole time, so it was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of what I'm used to. Right. <laughs> the good news for you is that the 5K will be in the wintertime. Right. <laughs> right, exactly. So I won't have my advantage. And for, and for the record, Jay, I told Jay about the 5K, what we were doing, he was like, he wants in. Oh, he'll be disposed. The, 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 like, he'll be able to run the whole thing. Yeah, right. You know, he, he was, he he, he, he uh, 
did a dead he did a deadlift, which of course Brian being a football player loves you know, he knows about all of that, right? And he was and Jay was always saying, Dad, I did two hundred pound uh, deadlift. Of course, no, seeing that my child is like maybe a buck thirty, <laughs> right? And he's, oh, like, he's gotta be bigger than that. I don't know. I mean he's he's <laughs> you know, but he up and he up and did it and he was all excited about that. I was like of course then I started asking, so do you have a do you have a, a, a weight belt to be doing all of that? And he was like, uh, what was that? And I'm like, Hey, uh, good on him if he can do a 200-pound deadlift without a weight belt. Yeah. Like, that's that makes it even more impressive. Right. So I just went ahead. I, was, I went to Academy, got him one, <laughs> one. And, I, and, I, and I had that discussion. He said, because you don't want to be that dude that he's almost up in high school but wasn't lifting the right way. And now his back is given out. Oh, I know that dude. It's me. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> right. And so, like he said, let, he said, just do this. It was, it's funny because when I buy stuff for myself, my son is a little bit taller than me, but he's extremely more slender than me by about sixty pounds at this point. I've lost weight, but still, it's like, no, you got to go with the medium. <laughs> so like that well for myself, but for him, but that was. It, but he was, yeah, both of us were spent. <laughs> so we did a whole video on it, and um, we'll get that out at some point. I'm still working on putting everything together. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> I, you know, you said it's been a year and a half since you played, probably close to that for me playing often. I had played twice recently before that just mm. to kind of get myself warmed up, right? Um, I'm not gonna lie, Elliot. I could have swore you've been practicing. Yeah, I was. I was impressed. You've improved a lot since, even since the last time we played together, which may have been Beaumont. Yeah, I mean, because the the last time I did anything with it, truthfully, like, because we kind of find out that they converted my there's a park near my father in law's house in Kyle that they did convert to a nine basket and, uh, and we had it was a good saving grace for us at the moment because my brother-in-law has a 13 year old okay and of course and jay of course is 16 that's and, perfect but see and and the thing is is that it was really important because after between jay and the 13 year old then there's a huge drop off we're talking about four year old uh yeah three year old <laughs> and a two year old and everybody's catering to that, and teenagers don't want to be, you know, they're, they're just, uh, right. So, so I just like I had had some spare in the in the car, and I just like I said, this is what we can do, and they we all went at a blast. Nice, yeah. And so, but that was about that was still like nine, ten months ago. Well, yeah, and, and actually, Jay should have kept this disc I gave him. I forgot to like he handed them back to me, and I. Was, Threw them in the box, and I'm like, oh, he should have held on to those so you guys had them. Right. Yeah, no, like I said, I was very impressed with your... Uh, improvement. Your improvement. Yeah. You uh, you have a nice uh, nice Anheuser shot going, <coughs> and that's a good thing. And I picked one up while we were playing, and apparently I've been able to keep it. And I think, I think that's a product of me losing weight as well, because mm -hmm. I've been out doing the road work, me and Patty getting it in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Vastine's been coming with us. Mm -hmm. So we're just, we're all getting ready for the 5K, although Patty's not going to be there. And no. I don't think Vastine will end up 
going with us? No. <laughs> yeah, that, she might she might go to cheer us on. She's right. gonna be like, no, you boys have fun. Right. You guys really handle <laughs> Just like she was the one who was smart enough to not come from mm. the studio mm. <laughs> to the disc golf outing and roast. Mm. <laughs> now you you and I, you and I were talking earlier. You you go to the gym now. Um, so I mean, as of today, right? Okay. Well, he didn't have to disclose all of that, but I was going to say like this because I, I, there, 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 there is there is this one particular type of like I don't I don't view all machines as bad for working out for when it comes to lifting weights uh, because there are some machines that work certain things that you just can't duplicate with a free weight. And there was, but there was one when I was in Ohio that they used to, that we had where it was a torso twist, and Ashley's like, so like you, and it is, it really did isolate your torso. You put your arms on the thing, and, and then, and then, like, and you twist. Let's say if you want to focus on one side, the way you get the half of each torso, right? And you're doing all of that right now. And for the life of me, even though Houston is way more advanced than the town that I was. Uh, that I when I was doing the gym, uh, like I be a twenty four hour fitness, LA fitness, nobody had the torso twist. Oh, yeah. It was straight just at that gym. It was in Northwest Ohio, and I was I didn't. I wonder if that's one of those ones that they discovered was probably bad for your back in the end. Maybe and like of course it all depends because there's always there's probably as with most cases in life there's something that's good for you, but they discontinue because. Somebody, there was always an idiot somewhere that messes it up because they used it for something in not the right way. I'm not going to lie. I'm surprised gyms are still in existence because of that very thing. Right. <laughs> exactly. Because like, I, I, I don't know if you've seen some of the stuff that's, I know this is a sidebar, sidebar for what stuff we've been talking about, but staying in the vein of the athletic stuff, because I've been seeing stuff on Reels, on Instagram, people weightlifting weights, and I'm like, what are you doing? The like, gym fails for the best. Like, so like, and, and there's one guy that he had himself, he was going to do squats, and he had weights hanging from his neck as well. Okay. But not the chain. It was another dumbbell, barbell. On his chest? Around the neck, attached on a chain, right? And so he called himself trying to do a squat, and it was just like... You know, it it would have been. I, I understood what he was going for. It would have been better for him to do the. Um, I I used to know what it was called. It was a, it was a machine something or other where the squat bar was is in the, is in rails. A Smith machine. Smith machine, right? Yeah. It, it would have been better for him to have done that with the Smith machine, with the secondary weight hanging from his neck, as opposed to just free, with not even a <laughs> spotter. So, so was it like one of those bars that has like the yoke on it? No, it didn't even have that. Actually, I would like to squat with those. I'm like, where were those when I was powerlifting and squatting? Yeah, it wasn't weight to bend the bar. Yeah, he he, he just lost. It was the way it was. It was like you just knew it was gonna be an issue. Yeah, yeah, and like <laughs> you're you're not gonna like you're not gonna like people have lifted weights for like hundreds of years. They've never done that. So like. <laughs> Like you're holding another bar. He wasn't even holding. It was, it was hanging. It was dangling from it. You know, like think, Public Enemy. Okay, yeah. I like he had a chain with a uh, weight. On. Well, instead of a clock, right? You know, the clock was just dangling. Yeah, but it wasn't the plate. It was literally the bar. Oh, with the weights on either side of that bar. Like oh. nothing stabilizing. 
Right? Well, if listen, if we were doing video and you could see my face right now, you would like that shocked realization, like there's an emoji for Like you would have you, <laughs> you being a, a veteran weightlifter, power lifter and yourself being having been a football player, you would have walked over and smacked him upside the head after he had fallen and busted his head. First off, no. I wouldn't have walked over because I'm also a, a, a jerk now. I just stood back and leaned on whatever machine I was working on. Be like, look at this idiot. Right. <laughs> there's there there's some things I, I saw I saw um and be see more equal opportunities on the show that there were I always thought that women were smarter than men when it comes to some things, but lately there was I like what was doing a, a, when it comes to Jim Phil. I like said it's equal opportunity. She was she was trying to do uh she was trying to do a the cleaning jerk. Uh-huh. And as a rule of thumb, when you're doing anything powerlifting, it it you need to have a spotter with you. When you get to the heavyweights, the heavyweights like that. I'm not saying like if you're 45 pounds, a 45 pounds, no. But she had it looked like it was at least 200 pounds or something well, like she that. She put some badass work. She was trying to, <laughs> trying to, right? Because the reason why you have a spotter is that if you can't get that bar over your head, and you lose your balance, you it, the bar won't. The weights don't fall on your neck, causing so, damage. Those Olympic lifts, the snatch and the clean and jerk, uh -huh. they're tough to really spot. Right. Because there's such a big motion. Right. So, because, <laughs> I don't know if I told you this, my, my gym class at Pitt uh -huh. was a powerlifting one. Right. And it was all Olympic lifts. And right. So, I learned the form for them. Uh -huh. Never really got into them mm -hmm. real deep. Mm-hmm. But you're actually like there's a jump involved in right. the jerk portion, right? Of the clean and jerk, right? And it's it's a matter of of agility, right? And it's tough to spot agility when there's a big ass bar swinging around, right? It's tough to spot that that's in any way, shape, or form safe for the spotter, right? But because of the way those lifts are, they are typically easy to bail out of, right? She didn't. She, she didn't bail out. No, uh, like, like, this, this whole thing. Like, so, if you don't know what you're doing, don't do it. I mean, like, and she's already up to two hundred some pounds. Uh, yeah, she's done it a time or two before. Right. Well, the, this look like it is like emotional and physical damage. <laughs> okay. So, uh, but again, we but we uh, but there's been a whole lot of them. It's like, there's not, so that's the reason why I'm not recommending a particular site. <laughs> because you just sit there long enough. There's in, in this world and this on your Facebook long enough you'll find it. Like, like in this world of life, there's gonna be an idiot doing something somewhere that's gonna get caught on because <laughs> now social media and the and the and the phone with the phones everybody's got a camera. Yeah, every yeah. And, and like so you idiocy can no longer be hit. Well, and you know, that video was taken by someone who was hoping to film her triumph. Right. Because you see those videos too. You see the mm. you know, see people just pulling off badass feats. Like mm. I follow a bunch of world's strongest men guys on yeah. Instagram. Uh -huh. And they're just putting up this weight that's just ridiculous. Uh -huh. And it's cool as hell to watch. Right. But we definitely <laughs> We definitely went off the rails here. Right. Um, because <laughs> Brian and I nowadays don't do none of those things. <laughs> there was there was an interesting phenomenon happening while we were playing disc golf. And and I have to ask you what your logic was. What? 
Although I think I know, based on, on how you described the first nine versus the rest of it. Yeah. You would throw and then just walk down the course. Right. Now, typical etiquette in regular golf and disc golf, as they have similar etiquette. Stay the hell out of the way. Is that you stay at the tee box with everybody else until everybody throws. Uh. So what was funny is, and I have like a couple videos where... Like, I filmed you throwing, uh-huh. and you just start walking. Right. And I just start laughing. Right. And I'm like, oh, he's going to get hit. Right. And when you know it, I want to say it was hole four or five with the trees. Right. <laughs> Alan throws his disc next, and how close was he to hitting you? It was about, probably like about a foot away. <laughs> But it's like, it's like I'm a... you snuck around the trees, right? But then you you see it and you see it on the video. Like Alan's throw doesn't like it just takes that hard left, right? And just comes right back around at you, right? And it was funny. So the first couple holes, like you kept getting thrown at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I would have thought you would have learned to stay behind the guy throwing at some point. I I, I think it's I think last I think that whole whole day was official. Like screw shit at Elliot. Man. Nah, it was it was that like, I've officially become. I'm, I'm I'm about to turn forty six, and I've officially become. I'm marching down that I've become the old guy. Where it was like you know because you see the you see the you see the old guys they don't really they they don't care. I mean, they, they 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 just try to get they just try to get through, trying to get the like say okay y'all young come on young folk let's go let's keep on going. Meanwhile, you go first every hole and you're like yeah let's keep going. The five other people got right. Throw. Next time we're just gonna make you last every time so you can do that. Right. You can just throw and walk. The, and the danger of that is that I might end up depending on how many people are there I might end up falling asleep while I'm waiting on everybody. Man, that's harsh. Yeah, well, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> Younger people take their time. There was not really a lot of taking their time. <laughs> it was, okay, let me grab my disc. Let me set up. Let me look at the hole. They have a, All stuff you did, but you went first. So then you're like, oh, I'm going to wait for everybody else. <laughs> Brian, Allen, and Ricky have a very beautiful relationship. The days they, 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 they have the relationship. Those are the guys from... See Space City. Go ahead and check them out on Spotify, right? And they have Brian and them. They live close by. They do stuff together and all that, right? It's really so. Whenever they're together, they have a conversation. For them, time stands still. Okay. First off, I do not want to hear that baloney because I was also filming. Um, <laughs> so it was. Speaking of baloney, I got to make sure to bring that for a Patty. Well, anyway. She likes bologna. Yeah. It's like got that big old pack, I promised you. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Because, you know, oh. Yeah, it's, 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 it's creeping up on It's them. spreading. I, I do have to also give some MVP credit to Alan and Jay. Uh-huh. For they, carried, they took turns carrying the cooler. Yes, the drinks. Kudos to them. I had actually, I had intended on taking a turn carrying the cooler. I figured we'd pass it around and then. It just never happened. Right. And I was like, damn, those guys have been putting in the work. You know, and here's, here, it was a shock about the day when it comes to the weather. But, of course, my son had just come, speaking of Jay, had just come back from Kenya, right? 
it was hotter in Houston than in Kenya. Oh, I believe that. By like 20 to 30 degrees. And then Jay was wearing pants. Right. Like, he was like, dude, what are you doing? Right. I you're dying out here. <laughs> At one point, it's funny because I'm taking a video. Mm-hmm. And you and Jay both put your discs in. Uh-huh. And then you just turn and walk away. It was on, I think, hole 18. And on the video, I'm like, what the hell are those two doing? Uh-huh. And then I'm watching the video, and I watch it. I watched it like five, six times, and I realized there's a bench, right? And, but the bench is like a hundred yards away. So you guys decided you were gonna walk an extra two hundred yards. Right, it's like, I just had to sit on the bench for thirty seconds. Yeah, no, we said more. We said there more than that. I had to sit down. I was tired. I was like, I, I like, I had to take you know, take my break where I could. Because see, in Texas, fire ants are everywhere, so you don't know exactly. Where you can sit on the ground. It's not like <laughs> in the north. See, in the north, we got black ants, and black ants typically don't bite you. Pretty benign. They, yeah, yeah. Red ants would be like, no, no, no. We're coming for you. Yeah. This is listen. Yeah, like we. It's it's too hot for that. It's funny because you guys walking off to the bench mm-hmm. may not make the final cut of the video, mm-hmm. but I did get a cool shot of me making a putt while holding the camera. Mm-hmm. And actually, I got quite a few of those, but that one was a particularly long one mm-hmm. that I was all fired up about, curved it in, even flipped the camera around. I was like, hell yeah. But that video will be coming out in a couple weeks. I say a couple weeks because, speaking of videos, last Sunday I recorded the first episode of Brian's Beers, a complimentary show to Elliot Eats. Mm-hmm. And I've been working on editing that shit all week. It is just, I'm struggling. Mm-hmm. I'm working on it. And I hope maybe I can like finish it tonight. That's mm-hmm. that's my goal, but mm-hmm. we'll see. But that will be coming to the YouTube channel and the Facebook page fairly soon. Right. We have any more Elliot Eats coming up? Not yet. I mean, there's, because I've, has, I've been busy with so many other projects, I just haven't had a chance to get <laughs> right there. But it doesn't mean that I haven't visited places. You've been with me to a couple yeah. of spots, right? And so let's, we'll see about how things go in the fall. Probably get get stuff back up and running again with that after we get, probably after, probably after September 30th, after my birthday. Yeah. Right, because there's a, there's a couple other podcasts and stuff like that that I got to get going on, you know, plus my own business and stuff like that. And, um, of course, then, of course, there was a, a Netflix director that uh, asked me to... Um, Offered a, offered offered a role for me to come to Brunswick, Georgia, and do it and, and be in that film. So, well, look look for Elliot in Netf- on Netflix. And, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna assume a year or so. Probably so. I mean, because I said this long their post production lasts. I have no idea. So just she, she's a Hollywood director who's who actually works with Ron Howard. So like she's like Ron Howard's understudy. So these are like her projects. And so I'm like excited. I've known her for about 10 years. She actually, if you've gone to like my Facebook page, original Facebook page, Rewritten Lives, there was an original cover for that. And she was the one that designed it free of charge. She just like saw my work and liked it. So just, she just did it out of the kindness of her heart. Yeah. Do you want a name dropper? Her name is Tony Brown. Tony Brown. Yep. Tony Brown, thank you for calling on Elliot to be in your movie. Uh We'll worry about your judgment, but we'll, you know, yeah. for that. Exactly, exactly, exactly. But it's, but it's, but it's, 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 it's all, all cracking on you aside. That's right. awesome. You've right. been 
you you know you did Evander with with Crystal Bolden. Yep. And you have this other short film that isn't even out yet. Yeah, uh, Daryl Hershey. I think I don't know where he's going to release it. I know that he's. Um, he's he's been busy, so we haven't really been able to talk this summer. Okay, but you know, but at least we know that is that the short film was in is in the wrap, so he's done with that. Right, like yeah, because you put the trailer out like, yeah. like two months ago, or right? And it's been a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's awesome. You're 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 doing that stuff, and do you know what your your role is? I don't know. Okay, like, they, I'm supposed to be getting an email from Tony Brown's uh, team. This week, I'm thinking because we had to like plan the schedule for it's going to be at the end of the month. I'm heading okay. down, uh, to Brunswick, Georgia for that. Elliot's going to get credited as guy number three, right? <laughs> you know, hey, you know what? That's a credit, it is a credit. And but the, but the real reason behind doing uh stuff like that, I mean, I'm not some world class actor by any stretch of imagination, it's just the fact of, of like showing an example to my boys about the fact of there are skills that are transferable. And so you got to be able to like diversify, get that experience right, and be able to adjust and adapt. And so, however way you do that, and I, and I know that there are, there are rules that say that old you can't teach an old dog new tricks. But the reality is, now the reason why the old dogs don't some old dogs don't learn new tricks is because they just are full of pride and not willing to look crazy. But if you're willing to look awkward, there's a lot more you can gain from life. What do you do? Right. So. And, and I'm just appreciative that somebody's willing to give me a shot, especially when like now we're moving up the chain a little bit. The spirits director is saying that this and you don't have to do that. Right? And it's not. There's plenty of people to pick from. Right. So I'm just let's just roll with it. Right. Yeah. I kind of want to go on a little bit sad note here. Mm. Um, a couple announcements today, and we'll we'll go to the actor first. Yep. Um. Nichelle Nichols passed away. She was most famous for playing Ohura on yep. Star Trek, the original series. Yep. Was she in the movies too? Yeah, she was. Yeah. The, 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 the original Star Trek movies. Yeah. Right. And let's face it, even though the TV series was off well before I was born, I had a crush on her. I was, I was like, I like... So you're a red-blooded American male. That's that like, completely acceptable. Right. Unless they have like... Uh, I'm like I, I remember as a teenager, I was like saying like, no, maybe you know, I get old enough, I can maybe run into her and ask her out on a date. Yeah. Right? Meanwhile, you know, you're you're not at that point thinking like, well, it's all reruns, so gonna be a whole lot older, right? A whole lot older. <laughs> but 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 still, every time like I see that, look, there's quite a few presidents between you. Yeah, like she's old enough. She was older to be my grandmother. But the reality, but, but all that being said, though, all all talks about her her looks. She was a really uh, good actress. It was it was perfect for that role. That's why that's the role that I know her for. Even though I do know that she did all the work besides that. And so so it's I'm sorry to see her go, but I think it was also life well lived, full life, and I'm thankful that we got to. Enjoy her skill. Well, and her and Shatner took part in a very momentous moment in TV history. Right. With the first inter- interracial kiss on TV. Right. Yeah, exactly. And that's something that never goes away. It's a first. Right. And and it, and it goes to somebody check on Bill. Right. Exactly. You know, did, did, he kiss her one, did he kiss her one more time before she left? <laughs> Man's a national treasure. We make sure he's still okay. Exactly. Because, like, basically... Him is just him and Chekhov. It's him, Chekhov, and Sulu now. Oh yeah, the original Chekhov, not the not the millennial Chekhov. 
But no, I wasn't even mm-hmm. acknowledging those movies. In this oh, movie. okay, yeah. I, no, now I will say this: those are the ones I've watched. Right. I haven't watched the original movies. Uh-huh. I've watched. You know, obviously, everybody's at least seen the original series a few times. Yeah. You know, and I watched Next Generation. We've talked about yeah. Next Generation. You mm-hmm. know, on our non-recording time. Right. <clears throat> and I, and I will say, and I will say this about about the, the actor that played the original Chekhov. Because I, unlike you, I literally watched every single. Oh yeah, you're a Trekkie. Yes, I am. He, he actually he was in the he was in the original series. He was in the original series movies. He was in Deep Space Nine. And like had cameos and all that. Right, Star Trek actually stayed. Like I would say about for the franchise, Paramount did well with treating those actors really, really well. And love. And then on the other side of the coin. Being able to talk about the diversity thing with what was what Shatner and Uhura did, I would say as a whole, as the franchise, the from Gene Roddenberry and everybody associated with it, they have done really well to make the interaction between people and their differences a normal thing, and not a like you, you and I have talked about it in other in other areas where they where stuff stuff is force fed. Like I'm gonna be diverse. You're gonna be different. You're gonna you're gonna make them like that. No, it was subtle. You didn't realize the subtle stuff that they did, but they just did it so well with the flow that it really wasn't. I think it was just a normal day in the life. Yeah. Well, and I think they had the benefit of looking into a future. In those cases, kind of had a bit of a crystal ball mm-hmm. in that. Things will be more multicultural and inclusive mm-hmm. in the future. I mean, as much controversy or or conflict we have today along that line, mm-hmm. it's still better than it used to be. It's still better than it was fifty years ago. Yeah. yeah, and like it's weird for this coming out of my mouth, but I think it's just a matter of time mm-hmm. and slow and sure social change. Mm-hmm. Where we we get closer and closer to equality, right? And he's acceptance that the fact is that there are differences out there. There's nothing is homogeneous, literally nothing right. is. There homogeneity just is not there. It's like and and you're for racism. Uh, I do tell interracial babies. Well, that's already happening. Well, no, I'm just more of it. Well, yeah, breaking down walls of hate. Right, and then one cute little baby at a time. Love can change the world. <laughs> like just everybody go to a go to your local watering hole, sit there, look across the room, and then like, hey baby, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and see how that works. <laughs> yes, and then the people's a butthead. I sure did. They made life, they made life that much more easy. You should have gone Barry White with it. Thank you, baby. So, unfortunately, we also have another death to talk about, and that would be Bill Russell. Right. Who also rose to fame at the same time that Nichelle Nichols did. Right? Same era. These were two of your favorite things, Star Trek and old NBA. Yeah. But, you know, the reason why I like Bill was on on top, because people, I mean... He changed the game. he, He did. But he was also he he was the precursor to anything that LeBron James has done. Like because LeBron James is famous for not just being a great basketball player, but also what he's done socially and culturally within society, within American society. Bill was doing that 
well back then. If it was 50 years ago when there was no safeguard. I well, mean, yeah, Bill yeah. was doing it when the fire hoses were out. Right. And so it was a thing. Like There was a infamous uh, press conference that, of course, uh, my dad's talked about where him, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Jim Brown, my, we're all standing with Muhammad Ali when Muhammad Ali did not want to go fight in Vietnam. There was a, he, he was with the protesters. And Bill Russell stood with him on that and did not hide behind him. He had, he had a lane. He stayed in it. and But on the flip side, though, and I guess it, he, but he also was really good at what he did with the team. And something that you and I have talked about across the board, be it in multiple sports, where like athletes, athletes that they focus more so on themselves as opposed to the team, right? And so, like, segue there, yeah. And and so he showed the fact that he was still great and played within a team concept, and he's still the like him and his teammates are still the winningest players that have ever played in the NBA. He has 11 rings. A couple guys got eight, seven, nine, ten. I mean, it's like, but it, there was the whole team concept thing and, and the beauty of it when the team was actually playing as one, right? And so there was a, there's a number of ways in there, whether he is influenced athletically, basketball specifically, and culturally. And again, like with Michelle, I appreciate that was – I wasn't born when all that was going on. Right. But it's you know you're legendary when it's years later, folk are still talking about it. And there was no social media. Right. And unlike Nichelle, which it was filmed for TV, so that can get put on a rerun, sports, that's a whole other deal. ESPN classics didn't exist for another 30 years. ESPN yeah. didn't even exist. <laughs> like right? 1979 Chris Berman. That was like... So... Um. To the families and, and friends and everybody who knew Bill and Nichelle, you know, we offer our condolences mm -hmm. um, to Bill and Nichelle. You know, thank you for everything you did for American pop culture and mm -hmm. sports. Right. You know, rest in peace, folks. Like, I didn't know one thing now. Heaven has, has now has a renewed rivalry. Wilt versus Bill Russell. <laughs> so, right? so basically, I'm basically thinking that guy was like, okay, you know what? I need that one on one right now. Yeah, right. Bill, you're done. <laughs> so, um, you did kind of offer up a segue, although we we blew past it like a minute and a half or so ago yeah. about the um, about the whole team concept versus me first, right? And uh, Ben Roethlisberger put out some remarks this week. Oh Lord, we're just gonna we're gonna end on a weird little note. Little He's from Finley. We claim him sometime. We, we almost, we made it 38 minutes without Finley, Ohio getting mentioned. <laughs> That's a new record. That's the best thing about Ben Roethlisberger. Um, Keep on going. So I guess he kind of, the remarks sounded very much like he was throwing some, some shade at the Steelers under Mike Tomlin. He, he was talking about how he wasn't coddled his first couple years under Cower, but then yeah, he was. when Tomlin took over, everybody got coddled. And it's like, um, Ben, man, how about a little self-awareness? You were kind of the worst of the me first guys. Like, I mean, I, I, I love what he did for the team. I thought he played very well. I think he's done 
you know, since his scandal, which he got out of the way early in his career, he's been under Cower. What's that scandal under Cower? Yeah, the one it that man you know, there, 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 there were two. There was well, one there was the there motorcycle. Was, there was crash. there was motorcycle. There was Athens, and then there was Vegas. I don't remember Vegas. That was the one where the reporter thought asserted that he had looked through a keyhole at her, like changing clothes. That was like that was a big deal. That was all over. There was a thing with Aaron Andrews with that. Type of, yeah, no, he wasn't involved in that. There was they no they arrested and convicted a guy who like set up a camera like to her peephole or something and right. was like yeah no yeah Ben had nothing to do with that yeah, no yeah. you're you're getting your your fifteen year old scandals mixed up all right well <laughs> here's the thing though but the thing is that there's stuff that happened those a couple of those events though that we don't have the motorcycle and the situation with that within Athens Georgia um. That was under Cower. Yeah. And, okay. And and if he's talking about whether or not he was he didn't, he didn't get coddled under Cower, the fact that they kept you, <laughs> like we're, gonna, we're, we're talking about Pittsburgh here. Pittsburgh right. doesn't put up with the Roonies don't put up with anything. Right. So and they don't and they don't care how good you are to the team. So the fact that they For kept example, Le'Veon Bell, right? Antonio Brown, right? You know who, who were? I mean, they did end up being real problems in the locker room. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but they handled it. Like, Ben's, Ben's remarks weren't the best. Uh, apparently, he walked them back a couple days later. Uh-huh. Which, okay, you know, you, you run your mouth. Yep. See, and you're like, oh, wait, that wasn't right. See, but that's, all, that's one of the things, though, where, like, again, I, back in the beginning of the year, we talked about it when he retired. And that was, and that was, and that was roughly around the same time that Brady retired. Like he was says he was retired, and then Brady retired, and then, and then, and then like and you and I speculated. Then did Brady do that just to throw a uh, some some dirt on? Because we were talking about Brady <laughs> yeah, as opposed to talking about Ben. And then when all the talk when all the, when all the talk died down, then he was like, "Okay, I'm coming back." I'm like, I at the time I honestly felt bad for Ben because like you know at least he has some time is time Stone to shine. Thunder. But but now it's like okay, well no, you really are a jackass. So I really don't like go off into this in, in, in into the sunset, please. Don't be like Ric Flair and hold keep on trying to get oh, that God. one last second of of fame. <laughs> no kidding. Because because quite frankly, the way I feel about Ben Roethlisberger's career, he had a good one. It could have been better had he actually. If he actually put the effort in that Brady did, because I felt that, and I want to wrap this up real quick, I felt that Ben athletically was a better athlete than Brady and would have been had he done the work on his body that Brady did. Brady made himself be what he is. Right. Ben just, ben, he, he, he rode himself to the wheels fell off, and that was it. Yeah. <laughs> With that, we've gone... Quite a long time. So we're going to wrap it up here. Thank you for listening. This episode of this podcast is None of Those Things. Catch us on social media at None of Those Things on Facebook. Catch us also on the Dirty Dina Facebook group. Join that group. Come say hi. We are still looking for nominations for the greatest rock band of all time bracket, which will be coming in a couple months. Catch us on Instagram at this dot those and catch us on twitter at this underscore those 
Drop us an email. This podcast is none of those things at gmail.com. And like we talked about, there's going to be a couple videos coming out. Check out our YouTube channel. It's just this podcast is none of those things. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. And we will see you next time.